Make sure that the providers you're working with are really empowering you to achieve your health goals rather than either of you having the expectation that they will fix you or, you know, you are kind of at the mercy of what they think your health goals should be. It's so easy for us to sit there in our white lab coat or in our office chair and tell you, well, just do this, you know, and the thing is, it's not always that simple in real life. Hey everyone, welcome to the Nourished and Thriving Show. I'm your host, Katie Lovett. I'm a registered dietitian on a mission to help you increase your impact and legacy on the world while healing your gut and reducing your IBS symptoms. I'm so grateful to have you here. Each week, I'll inspire you to live vibrantly and provide valuable resources and information that empowers you to take bold action towards your health goals. Before we dive in, make sure you follow or subscribe to my show wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Ready? Let's go. All right, guys, today I'm going to say something that may feel a little bit like shocking or controversial whenever you first hear it. So wait for it. But once you think about it for a minute, you're going to probably totally agree with me. So, so let me know. Um, So here's the statement that I'm going to make. Going to multiple specialists and doctors isn't always the best way to heal your gut. Um, Now, I, I think that this is a common kind of cycle and loop that we get sucked into in our current state of healthcare, sick care, uh, where we go to the doctor, we expect them to tell us what's wrong with us, what disease we have that can be diagnosed and what medication needs to be taken in order to treat that disease. And, um, I, I talked about this on a previous episode, which go check it out if you haven't, if you haven't listened to it yet. But it's just such a broken way of thinking. And yes, like sometimes there is a time for that. But if you're going to doctors after doctors after doctors and they're not finding something that's treatable, but you're still suffering, where does that leave you? It leaves you in this like awkward gray in between space of feeling a little bit gaslighted with compassion, but you don't have answers or solutions. So hang with me here for a minute. So I don't want you to take me the wrong way. I do have great respect and esteem for doctors and the work that they do. They are out there and they save lives every single day. Um, I believe that all healthcare providers have huge hearts and really, really care about their patients and clients and their outcomes. But, you know, like I was saying, doctors are trained to diagnose and treat diseases, And most often this also comes with them being really highly specialized in like certain narrow areas of the body. And this is because our bodies are so complex, right? So they dig really, really deep. And that knowledge is very important and very valuable. But here's the thing. You go to a doctor, they're not able to find a disease to diagnose, the kindest and most compassionate and helpful thing that they have the ability to do is refer you to another specialist and maybe they can find something as their thought, you know, I can't find anything, but let's go over here. Like maybe this is what's going on. Let's introduce this person. But the problem here is actually several problems. You maybe experience these yourself. So 
first, most doctors, first problem, most doctors, there are exceptions, right? But I'm speaking in general terms here. Most doctors, nurse practitioners, even dietitians who work in large facilities through insurance-based programs see upwards of 40 patients every single day. That's huge. Like, let me tell you, that is a lot of people to see and to help in a day. Nurses, like regular nurses who are caring for patients, probably take care of even more than that. So if you take even a 10-hour workday, because healthcare providers typically work very long hours, it's about 15 minutes for each patient that they see. And let me tell you, as a healthcare provider myself, there's no way that that's enough time to thoroughly review all your medical history, which if you've been struggling for a long time, you probably have a lot, all of your labs, notes from other providers, and have a really genuine conversation with you where you even feel comfortable to open up and share. And there's, you know, back and forth sharing and learning together through your conversation. The second problem is I've already said it, but we're going to go into a little bit more that doctors are typically very highly specialized. They look at their specialty area of the body in a little bit of a vacuum, and they aren't always thinking in terms of multiple systems all working together and impacting each other. They're looking for a disease to diagnose within their system of specialty. Allergists are going to look for immune-based diseases. Endocrinologists are looking for hormone-related diseases. If they suspect something outside of their system specialty, they refer you out to somebody else. Before long, you kind of find yourself in this spiral of seeing doctor after doctor after doctor, feeling frustrated, unheard, and having no more answers than you did when you started out. I've seen this happen a lot. I think I will say, I think it is a great idea if you are experiencing chronic digestive symptoms or any sort of other like chronic symptom, go get checked out by a doctor to see if there is something to diagnose. And if there is, take their treatment if it's something that you really need, but also work on returning your body to health through that process or reduce or minimize the progression of the disease if it's a progressive disease. And maybe a reversal isn't always sometimes in the cards. Maybe it is, and maybe it's not, but you can slow the progression. Most chronic illnesses are progressive diseases. You can a hundred percent impact and slow down that progression or speed it up depending on the lifestyle decisions that you're making. This is the part that the doctors don't typically have the bandwidth to support you with. I've told people before who are going in to get a colonoscopy and they're like, well, like, I think I might need help. I want to go in and get this colonoscopy and see what the doctor says. And I'm like, that is great. Like, yes, like, let's go. That's another tool in our tool belt. But regardless of the results, whether it finds something or not, you're going to need continued support after those results come in, because that is not something that most doctor's offices are typically set up to be able to provide you with. As you're choosing the providers that you want to work with, because yes, we have the privilege and right to choose what doctors we work with, uh, doctors, dietitians, therapists. I do have a few tips to help you see the greatest success without feeling as much of that frustration going from one provider to the next. 
Um, we each have our own unique gifts and abilities to share with the world. And we each have our own personalities and needs and we hear things differently and we need to hear things said to us in different ways. So just because somebody is a really, really excellent person at what they do, that doesn't mean that they're the best fit for you in this moment. We're going to go into that in a minute. Uh, but before I go into all of that, I just want to thank you again for listening. It means so much to me. Um, I really pour my heart and soul into this work. And so I'm glad that it's helpful for you. I'd love for you to help me reach more people by pausing this podcast right now. Go give me a five-star rating and just a couple of sentence, quick reviews, sharing why you love this podcast. Um, and it'll really help me to reach more people. So thank you. Now that you've done that, um, let's get into those tips on how to help you see the greatest success when you're choosing what providers that you want to work with. So the first thing is evaluate how you, and, and hang on a second, go get a notepad and a pen. If you're somewhere where you can write these tips down, cause you're going to want to write these down. If not, listen, you know, and maybe write it down whenever you get to wherever you're driving to. Um, the first one is evaluate how you and your provider are showing up to appointments. Make sure that the providers you're working with are really empowering you to achieve your health goals rather than either of you having the expectation that they will fix you or, you know, you are kind of at the mercy of what they think your health goals should be. It's so easy for us to sit there in our white lab coat or in our office chair and tell you, well, just do this, you know? And the thing is, it's not always that simple in real life. So make sure that you're really working with somebody who's truly partnering with you. Um, if you're feeling like you're struggling with chronic symptoms and you want to achieve true healing and vibrant health, it's going to require more effort than just taking a medication alone. That's kind of a tough pill to swallow, pun intended there. But you know this in your soul. You need someone who, yeah, can help with medication when necessary. Um, I have a pacemaker myself. I need modern medicine to keep me alive and ticking and here for you guys. Um, but I also do everything I can in my own power to keep myself healthy. Um, and so, you know, you might need someone who holds the nutrition and lifestyle factors really seriously and has that knowledge and skill set to help you navigate those. So yes, those may be two different providers who ideally collaborate and that's okay because, you know, if you're working with somebody who's really looking at the big picture and they know that you're seeing a dietitian, they know that you're seeing, you know, a GI doc or an allergist and they can work together, that's really serving you in the best way because you're getting two experts putting their heads together to serve you best. Not all providers are going to be willing to collaborate, but that's a big red flag for me. Um, if you think that you want that second option. You want more than just taking a pill. You want the vibrant life. Know that it comes with a cost too. So being chronically ill comes with a cost, right? Of maybe not being able to do all that you want to do, not showing up how you want to show up. Like the list goes on there, but choosing to live differently comes with a convenience cost. It won't be easy. It does require discipline and it requires consistent effort on your part. Working on uncovering why you want this is so 
critical. Um, you have to establish a vision for your life and an idea of the legacy that you want to leave behind. And you're going to be a lot more motivated to consistently show up to take the action to get those results. Um, so along with that, you're going to need to set in some structure and systems into your life so that you can give more time to those priorities, these health priorities, um, gradually work to put your health back in order and taking up the size of space in your life that it should. And then you'll be able to make space for other priorities like traveling, like my personal bucket list trip to Finland to stay in an igloo hotel and see the Northern lights. I would love to do that. So, um, but sometimes we kind of need to put other priorities on hold in a parking lot while we can really double down and focus on our health and get it really dialed in so that then we have the vibrancy and freedom and health to be able to go have the capacity to do these other things that we want to do. The third and final tip, whenever you're looking for a provider, um, sometimes who you need as a provider changes over time as you grow and your needs change. And that's okay. I myself have worked with several coaches and mentors while I was at multiple different stages of my life and my business. And each of them have been so formative to me in that time. And they all had different gifts and skill sets to offer to me. Um, so, you know, don't expect one person to necessarily be the right person for you forever. Find someone who you connect with right now. Um, versus someone who you maybe would have chosen three years ago and you've just stuck with them or maybe someone who you think you should choose. Um, I've said it before in this episode, but I'm just going to say it again. Like we are so privileged to have that choice in our providers. It's a blessing and a gift to be able to choose who we want to help us with our healthcare. So I hope that this list was really helpful for you and it gives you some pause and reflection on who exactly is on your team whenever it comes to getting your health on track. Because if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you have some stuff going on and you need a team. You need some people who are on your side of the court, cheering you on and supporting you and guiding you along the way. Um, and I hope it helped to shed some light on your own power in your own health. You guys know I'm all about empowering you, the client, to take responsibility and seeing the freedom that comes with that for your own life and your own health and just having supporting players to help guide you along the way. So that's all for now. We'll talk soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode. I hope you are feeling inspired and empowered to take bold action towards your health goals. If you enjoy what you heard, don't forget to follow my show so you never miss a new episode. And it would mean the world to me if you left me a review so others knew what to expect from my show. Last, get in touch. Let me know what bold action you're taking. Let me know how you're inspired. Follow me on Instagram at the underscore healthy gut underscore dietitian. I've put a link in my show notes for you so you can simply click and follow. Come say hi. I respond to all my messages and I can't wait to get in touch.